Hey everybody, welcome into Montana at Noon. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas. To start our show today, let's check out that extended weather command forecast. Today it's going to be sunny with highs 75 to 80 degrees and south winds up to 10 miles per hour. Tonight it's going to be mostly clear with a 50% chance of rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms after midnight. Lows will be in the mid-50s and southeast winds up to 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow it's going to be mostly cloudy with a 50% chance of rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms in the morning, then sunny in the afternoon. Highs will be 75 to 80 degrees and west winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Coming on Saturday it's going to be sunny with highs around 85 degrees and southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. And this Sunday, it's going to be partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers and highs around 85 degrees. Looking into next week, on Monday, it's not going to be as warm and sunny with highs around 75 degrees and lows around 50 degrees. And next Tuesday, it'll be partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers and highs around 75 to 80 degrees. And on Wednesday, it's said to be partly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs will be around 70 degrees. To continue, let's see what's going on in our local news. Over 500 people participated in the Bullhook Community Health Center's Sentinel testing event for COVID-19 on Wednesday in Haver. Bullhook CEO Kendra Hall says 536 tests were performed on asymptomatic individuals, with results expected to be back within the next week. The state is saying five to seven days. They are working to try to lessen the number of days, but hopefully at least within that week's time period. The line of vehicles waiting for testing stretched about half a mile at times, and Hall says she appreciates everyone's patience. I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone that was so patient and came out and kept up their good spirits, and we really appreciate that. And we will get dates out and times out when we do have our next open testing event and make sure that that gets advertised and put out to the public. Hall says people should expect an announcement on the next mass testing event in the coming days. A woman has pleaded guilty in Hill County District Court on allegations that she struck and injured a pedestrian with her vehicle in May 2019. Margaret Bear pleaded guilty to one count of felony criminal endangerment on Monday in Hill County District Court. As part of the plea agreement, Bear admitted that on May 25, 2019, she, quote, purposely or knowingly created a substantial risk of serious bodily injury or death to another person, end quote. On that date, Bear hit a pedestrian at the intersection of 4th Avenue and 1st Street in Haver. The injured man was flown to Great Falls with head injuries. Sentencing is set for September 14th at 2.30 p.m. Leaders from both Haver and Hill County met on Wednesday morning to continue discussions on creating an ambulance district in Hill County. Discussions began after Haver Mayor Tim Solomon sent a letter to the Hill County commissioners arguing the county wasn't paying their fair share for Haver's ambulance service calls outside of city limits. The county commissioners have previously voted to put a countywide mill on the November ballot to provide funding for the ambulance district. Language of the measure, as well as the number of mills that will be requested, have not been finalized. If approved by the voters, this would provide a funding mechanism that city and county leaders believe would keep ambulance services sustainable at their current levels across Hill County. The first public meeting on this matter is scheduled for 7 p.m. on July 14th at the Highway Bar in Hingham. The Rocky Boy Powwow Committee has announced that the 2020 Rocky Boy Powwow has been canceled. The event was scheduled to take place from July 31st through August 2nd. A press release cites protecting the health and safety of participants, attendees, and community members as reasons for canceling this year's annual event. The 56th Rocky Boy Powwow is now set to take place in summer 2021. 
The event usually brings around 1,000 dancers and their families to the Rocky Boys Reservation. The Hill County Health Department was notified of an additional COVID-19 case on Wednesday evening. The case is a male in his 60s that was identified via contact tracing. The Hill County Health Department is investigating and conducting contact tracing on the new case. Hill County has now reported 13 total COVID-19 cases, 12 remain active, and one has recovered. And that'll do it for our local news today. Now let's see what's going on in and around our state. The Federal Bureau of Reclamation plans to retain the names of two Montana campgrounds that were going to be changed over concerns they could be offensive. The Associated Press reported the Bureau reversed itself with an announcement Wednesday that there will be no name change to Chinaman's Campground and Confederate Campground in Canyon Ferry Recreation Area. Bureau Regional Director Brent Esplin says the decision was based on local feedback. The agency used duct tape to cover the campground's names on road signs last week, saying the names would temporarily change to Campground 1 and Campground 2. Montana's Commissioner of Political Practices has fined Lieutenant Governor Mike Cooney $1,000 for violating state ethics laws by participating in a campaign-related conference call from his office at the state capitol this spring. The Montana Republican Party filed a complaint with the commissioner over the April 13th call, saying Cooney was using taxpayer resources while working on campaign strategy in his run for governor. The Democratic Governors Association is dedicated to electing Democratic governors and candidates. His campaign said the fine is a small price to pay for being on the job as the state deals with an unprecedented crisis. The coronavirus has rattled state lotteries across the country. Some like Oregon and Massachusetts are scrambling to address expected shortfalls in revenue. Others like Arkansas and Texas have seen revenue soar and now have more money for targeted programs like education. The trends, though likely to be short-term, are to some degree tied to how much a state shut its economy down during the COVID-19 pandemic and how quickly it reopened. Other factors included how much a state relied heavily on big-ticket lotteries like Powerball or offered online games. Local governments and agencies are placing restrictions on gatherings and are urging residents to wear masks as the number of reported COVID-19 cases in Montana continues to increase. Eight more people associated with the Canyon Creek Memory Care Facility in Billings have tested positive for COVID-19, raising the facility's total cases to 66, including 45 residents. The Chippewa Cree tribe implemented a seven-day lockdown starting Wednesday, during which tribal businesses will be closed and people are asked to self-quarantine. The Montana University Systems Health Task Force is recommending people on the campuses of the state's public universities wear masks. Montana reported 44 more cases of COVID-19 on Wednesday. A U.S. appeals court says a federal judge was right to restore protections for about 700 grizzly bears in the Yellowstone region of the Rocky Mountains. Wednesday's ruling came after a lower court blocked efforts by federal officials to turn over management of the animals to states and allow grizzly hunting. The appeals court ruling says U.S. District Judge Dana Christensen correctly concluded the species' long-term genetic health remains in doubt. However, the appeals court says the judge should not have required a comprehensive review of grizzly bears across their entire range. The case involves more than 700 bears in and around Yellowstone National Park. A Montana judge says the state cannot enforce a voter-approved law that restricts the collection of absentee ballots during elections. Tuesday's ruling from District Judge Jessica Fair came after the Billings-based judge had temporarily halted the Ballot Interference Protection Act in May, two weeks before the June primary. 
The law passed by voter referendum in 2018 limits one person to turning in a maximum six absentee ballots. Advocacy groups had sued to block the 2018 law, arguing that it disproportionately harms American Indians who live in rural areas and rely on others to get their ballots to election offices or post offices. Supporters contend the law doesn't harm tribal members. A Billings nursing home says 58 residents and staff have tested positive for the coronavirus and the facility has been put under quarantine. Tuesday's announcement came as state health officials reported a new record of 80 confirmed cases in a single day. The Canyon Creek Memory Care community says all of its residents and staff had been tested on Friday after a staff member recently tested positive for the virus. Two of the 43 residents that tested positive were hospitalized, and the rest remain at Canyon Creek. Results for 24 staff and residents are pending. Authorities say two powerful tornadoes damaged farms and left one person dead in western Minnesota as severe storms moved across parts of the Midwest. The National Weather Service says one tornado struck at 5.30 p.m. Wednesday near Dalton. Three farmsteads were hit and one of those farmhouses was flattened. Ottertail County says two people were taken to a hospital and one fatality was confirmed. But details were not immediately released. The Weather Service says one tornado crossed Interstate 94, but no vehicles were affected. Other possible tornado activity was reported in Colorado, as well as in parts of Nebraska and Illinois. And that'll conclude our state news today. Now let's check out those wheat prices per bushel. In Hill County, winter wheat is $3.98, while spring wheat is $4.54. In Blaine County, winter wheat is $3.88, while spring wheat is $4.49. In Liberty County, winter wheat is 403, while spring wheat is 454. In Shoto County, winter wheat is 398, while spring wheat is 454. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is 383, while spring wheat is 454. Moving forward, let's take a look at our funeral notices. Carol Ann Passen Upshaw passed away of natural causes at the Sweet Memorial Nursing Home in Chinook on April 8th just four days after her 76th birthday. Cremation has taken place and a graveside service will be held at 10 a.m. on Friday, July 10th in Calvary Cemetery. A reception will follow the graveside service at the Eagles Club in Chinook. Please visit Carol's online memorial page and leave a message of condolence for her family at hollandbonine.com. Well, folks, that will conclude our show. I want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, we are your primary news source seven days a week on KOJM and KPQX. I hope you have a great rest of your day and make sure you stay safe out there on the High Line. For New Media Broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas, and I'll catch you next time on Montana at Noon.